Hey, what's up, guys? Chris Lemus, and it's a, actually a, another nice day in Silver Spring, Maryland. And see, this episode of the Christopher Lemus Show is going to be about starting a business. You see, almost everybody I've contacted said that they wanted to start a business, but they don't know how to. You see, anybody can start a business. Anybody can. Anybody with $500 in their pocket can register in their state and have their business. The hard part of a business is actually making it successful and profitable. This episode of the podcast is going to be targeted towards for-profit businesses, not non-profits. Non-profits, I'm pretty sure there's so much more better content that can go really in-depth of what you want to do. But this is for profit. But in this podcast, this episode, I'm specifically going to be talking about from getting your idea all the way to actually beginning to sell. So now with that out of the way, let's begin. So starting a business, like I said, is easy to do because all you need to do is register in your state and then boom, you have a business. What really takes time is growing that business. And making it into something profitable. You see, starting a business from ground zero after you have it registered is not easy. Making it profitable is not easy. You have to put in hours and hours and hours and, de- and have determination to get your goals done. For example, if little Joe over here wanted to start a business, he can't be partying every weekend no more. You have to give that stuff up. You have to give up things that you used to like doing for example me I was the guy that chillaxed on Sundays and now being an entrepreneur you have to work 24-7 no work-life balance especially when you're starting off once you establish it and have a good growth you're able to like take some rest days but when you're beginning you, you really won't feel like you have rest days I highly recommend you guys take a rest day because a lot of people say sleep is for the week, this and that, hustle culture, this and that. No, I would highly suggest that you guys take a break at least one day of the week when you're starting a business so that you don't burn out because it's just so much work. You're going to have to make sacrifices of time. You're going to have to, even on my birthday, I had to work. So if you're not willing to make those sacrifices of your time and of certain family time of leisure, I wouldn't suggest starting a business, but if you are determined, if you are hungry for success, I would highly suggest starting a business because it's really the only way you can scale yourself to the max because on a nine to five, you can only go so high. So starting a business, you really have any future, but here's the thing, since everybody wants to start a business, there's more competition. So starting a business starts off with an idea. See, if you don't have an idea, you can't start a business. Simple. But your idea has to be somewhere not in a saturated market. For example, I'm in clothing. Clothing is a pretty saturated market. Not going to lie. But I went into clothing because I had an idea that not many people have sought, have thought of. And that's why I went to clothing. But anybody can go into clothing because clothing is really the easiest thing. You buy your 50 white shirt and you slap a logo on it. Anybody can do that. But then you really, you'll just be another clothing brand. 
unless you're providing something unique, then you have chances of growth, but you still have chances of failure. Like I said, or building a business is like a puzzle. It's really hard to start finding the pieces to put together, but once you finally finish and flip that puzzle over, you see your all your hard work in conjunction. And that all started with your idea. The idea that was going to lead you to success. After you have an idea, whether that's a product or a service, because it doesn't have to be forcefully a product, you could start your own plumbing company or a lawn mowing company or a painting company or construction company if you want to. But once you have your idea, then you need to take some hours of your day I'd suggest like four to five hours. You need to sit down at your desk and start writing your business plan. You see, a business plan is something important because it it organizes your thoughts on what you vision this business to be. But these 30, 50 page business plans are no longer a thing unless you're going into like a tech industry. But now business plans could be 10, 10 pages, 10, 15 pages. These 25, 30 page business plans don't really, are not really necessary. A business plan should include an executive summary, which is basically like a brief description in one paragraph what your business is about. Competitive analysis, aka meaning what are your comp- what's your competition in that industry? Your financial Overlooks meaning that what are you your financial projections? What are you planning to spend to start this business? It should also include organization and management. Like who are you? Is it just gonna be you? Is it just is it gonna be you with a couple friends? You and a couple colleagues? Is it gonna be you and your your partner? Then you have to have what inventory you're gonna have. And so on. You see, disclaimer is that I'm not any type of lawyer. I am not giving any legal advice. I am not a financial advisor. I would highly suggest that you contact your lawyer, your financial advisor, for any professional advice because they are more they are certified in this topic, and they for sure will understand your situation better than I can. So with that out of the way, see. Since a lot of people find a business plan scary to do, I would recommend using Skillshare. You see, Skillshare is an online learning platform where you can learn anything in the creative industry. It's You can learn from photography, cinematography, illustration, digital illustration, entrepreneurship and freelance, marketing, business analytics, and even how to write a business plan. See, this course of that's called How to Write a Professional Business Plan, and he will explain it step by step. So like I said, those 30 page business plans are no longer a thing. He will go step by step and the teacher will even give you a template to, for you to use for you can write your business plan. So if that, if you guys don't know how to write a business plan, I will leave a link to Skillshare where you guys will get one month free trial of Skillshare Premium. You heard me right. One month free trial of Skillshare Premium. Where you can learn all of these skills for free. So if that sounds interesting, I will leave the link down below so you guys could check out 
and get your one month of Skillshare Premium and begin evolving yourself because you'll learn other entrepreneurial lessons if you take other courses in the freelance and entrepreneurship section and the marketing section. So if you're ready and you want to start your business, I would highly suggest you check out Skillshare so you don't go this alone and you will have knowledge before you start. Business plans are important because if you plan on getting funding, which I'm going to talk about later in this podcast, from angel investors, if you're lucky, or just from a bank, they'll need to see what your business is about and your business plan. Because if you, there was this quote that I think Benjamin Franklin said is, those who pl- fail to plan, plan to fail. And that's basically true. If you don't know how to narrow down what your business plan is going to be, you're going to fail because you can't just go tell the bank or an investor, hey, my business is about jewelry. I do this and that because, no, they need to have a hard copy of what your business is about so they could read through and see what's it about. So a business plan is really important for that. And like I said, it's really important to organize your thoughts so you'll know where you want your business to go. After you have your business plan done, you'll have to think of a business name. A business name for me was one of the hardest things to do because almost every single name that I wanted was taken. So... Business names. This can be as simple as just your name if you are a sole proprietor. Or it could just be your name if you're a company as well. Like, you have to think of a business name that's not taken already. Like, for example, or a logo if you want. You just have to, because for example, don't use a business logo that's already taken. For example, if I say uh, crocodile or alligator, I don't remember what it is. What do you think of? Lacoste, right? So you can't take their logo because already registered trademark same thing with the name you can't take nike can't take adidas those are already well established brands that have their trademark so you have to think of a unique name that nobody has and that has sentimental value to your brand or to your company so like i said for me finding a business name was the hardest thing because I was trying to find names that suited what my brand was. And I could not find anyone that was free until a couple months ago. And once you have that name, you need to register that quick. But before that, you need to see what type of legal structure you want. Like I said, I'm not a lawyer. Please contact your lawyer for any situation that you're in because they will know your situation better than anybody else does. So legal structures include corporations, LLCs, partnerships, sole proprietorships, and nonprofits. But like I said, I'm not going to speak about nonprofits here in this podcast. I'm going to speak mostly for profit. So... I'm going to give you a brief description of what a sole proprietorship is. A sole proprietorship is basically you just starting a business out of the blue and you have no protection at all. Meaning that, let's just say you're a lawn mowing company and you're mowing the lawn and you accidentally hit the, the client's car. The client has the legal right to sue you and what you're in... What's vulnerable to you is they could take some of your personal assets, whether that's your car or that's your house. That's why getting a legal structure is better and it gives you more protection. So a 
an LLC is a limited liability company. It's basically a hybrid between a partnership and a corporation. LLC is basically in between a partnership and a corporation, like I said, because it's a hybrid. It gives you more flexibility, like a sole proprietorship would, but it gives you that limited liability like a, par- uh, like a corporation does. So an LLC is the most common choice of legal structure because you have more flexibility. But again, like I said, I'm not a lawyer, so don't go with, don't indulge in any acts actions recommended in this without first doing your due diligence and finding what suits for you. Then there's corporations. Corporation means that you're completely separated from your business, meaning that you start a business. Your business is completely separate from you. If someone's going to sue you, they're suing the business. You might be at risk of losing the company, but you're not at risk of losing anything yours. That's basically the safest route, but if you just register a corporation, you're automatically identified as a C-Corp under the IRS, meaning that you do have to pay double taxes. If if you register a corporation, but then you go to the IRS and register as an S-Corp, you still have the benefits of a corporation, but there's some limitations that you have, and... You have pass through taxation, meaning that it's going to be, you're not going to have that double tax. But like I said, I'm not a financial advisor, so I'd highly suggest contacting your financial advisor for any financial advice. Next, once you define what legal structure you want, then you got to register your business with the state. The state that you're going to do business in. So if you're living in Massachusetts and you're going to do business in Massachusetts, register in Massachusetts. So registering your business, all it is is basically getting your business name and adding the legal structure. There is filing fees depending on the state you are, but... I'm pretty sure, since I'm based in Maryland, the filing fee to get a corporation, I believe, is two seventy five, and the registration, the articles of organization for an LLC is two twenty five. These are the terms that you're gonna have to fill out. If you're gonna incorporate, aka getting a corporation, you need to fill out articles of incorporation, and if you're gonna be an LLC, you need to fill out articles of organization. So. Once you register with the state, you have your legal entity, whether that's your sole proprietorship, that's your general partnership, that's your LLC, or that's your corporation or nonprofit, but I won't count that here. And then you have to register with the IRS. The IRS wants to know what you're making. Uh, Uncle Sam wants to take his fair share once comes tax season. So registering with the IRS is super, super, super important. Once, when you go to the IRS website, you will go to the business section and get an EIN number. An EIN number is basically the number that identifies you, your business. It's the number that identifies your business. Think of an EIN number as a social security number for your business. Okay. Once you have your EIN number, you're able to register any licenses that you need in your state. For example, if you're selling, I'm, I believe, or at least here in Maryland, you need a sales and use tax license. You need that to sell anything here in Maryland. And they're going to ask you for your EIN number. 
once you have your EIN number, you give it to them, and then they'll give you a certain license number, <clears throat> depending on the license that you need. Because licenses are important to conduct business in the state that you're in. If not, it's illegal to conduct business without a license. After you have, after you've registered with your state, and did all the quote-unquote boring stuff, you need to have some sort of funding. Funding is important because if you're trying to sell a product, you need funding. Inventory ain't free. So, oh, unless you're providing a service, because if you're starting a construction company and you already have the tools that you that you use on a daily basis, or you're starting a plumbing company and you already have the tools that you use on a daily basis, you could start with that and just like knock on people's doors. But funding. Funding is really important when you're trying to sell a product because, like I mentioned, inventory ain't free and the product development stage ain't free. I'm in this stage right now. It isn't free, especially in the clothing industry. If you're going to start your own private label clothing company, it is going to be pricey. You cannot half-ass it. You half-ass it, you are most likely to fail. Uh, if you're going into apparel, I could speak from personal experience. This is a big investment that you're making. You have to be 100% sure that you want to do this because you're going to spend hours and hours designing and hours and hours working and you're going to invest a lot of money. I'm not saying that you won't invest a lot of money in other industries, but I could speak on the clothing industry from personal experience. So you, if you have a job, stay with that job. Don't be the fool that's quits his job just because he wants to start a business. No, you need funding of some sort. If you don't have enough funding for your individual, you could at least, before you register, you should ask one of your friends, your family members or colleagues if they want to help you and then you add them to the company and they'll be your investor, meaning that they have a certain power in the company as well. So, like I said, funding is really, really important if you want to st start up selling a product. Because in the clothing industry, once they review your tech pack, a tech pack is basically a, it's basically an instruction manual to how they want to make your garment. They'll give you a quote, but when you're going to sample, they'll, like, I believe it's usually double the amount of what one piece will cost because when they quote you they'll give you the overall price of what each garment will cost and then when it's the sampling stage it'll double that price meaning that if it's eight dollars to make one shirt when sample stage comes they're going to charge you sixteen dollars so when comes the sampling stage you need funding then when you finally come to the final sample in whatever industry you is whether that's in apparel or anything, you need to have a good amount of funding because that price tag is going to be pretty hefty and you're going to purchase it from your supplier. That's why you need funding. And then, you also need funding for marketing. Marketing is one of the most important things you need in business. There was this quote that, or not a quote, this was just something that one of my professors taught me and there was like, it doesn't matter how good your business is or how good your product is. If you can't sell it or if nobody knows about it, nobody's going to buy it. It won't sell. 
And that still sticks to me to this day. Because that is completely true. It doesn't matter how much hours you've put into designing the best product. If people don't know about it, you won't sell. Marketing is so important. You need to have a full-on marketing strategy. So... Marketing does involve funding because putting out Facebook ads or Instagram ads or even TV ads is not free. You need to pay a certain amount of money to put for a certain amount of time. And from your marketing, you'll see how much customers you get. Those are basically the key things from starting from the idea all the way to registering your business and having a full legal entity and how you could be getting growing it. Like I said, anybody can start a business, it's those who have pure determination who can actually scale that business. If you're not ready to start a business where it's not for you, don't be scared. You can stick to your job, but continue what you love. Don't go into business because it's a popular thing. Don't go into business just because you want to have that little entrepreneur tag on your Instagram bio. Don't go into business just because it's FOMO. Don't go into business because it's an impulsive thing. If you're going to go into entrepreneurial entrepreneurship, you're better, you better be ready to grind. No matter what industry you're in. Because if you slack off, there's always another dude that has the same exact goal that you have. And he's going to work harder and he's going to reach it. So... If you're not willing to make those sacrifices to begin establishing and growing your business, business is not for you. Like, I'm sorry. That's all for me today. Wish you guys the best. This is the end of the Christopher Lemus show. See you guys next time. Peace.